Hello, my name is Jacob Fenston. Welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Going hungry is nothing new to many people around the world, as John Wanda from Uganda knows all too well. When I was young, my biggest wish as a young boy growing up in a village in eastern Uganda uh, was to have enough food uh, in my adult years. I never had enough food in our house when we were growing up, and that issue so has been there for a long, long time. Wanda now lives in the United States, and he has plenty to eat. But about one billion people around the globe go to bed hungry every night, around a sixth of the world's population. Every time food prices spike, millions more are pushed into hunger. And when people can't afford food, they have to make tough choices. Peter Jaranyama is with the Association of African Agricultural Professionals in the Diaspora. People start skipping meals, maybe one meal a day, and we know what happens in terms of nutrition, in terms of the health system. Because now, not only are you dealing with the hungry population, but you're now dealing with some secondary health issues that have been caused by lack of access to food. High and volatile food prices are the biggest threat to the poor around the world, according to World Bank President Robert Zellick. He says they're also an ingredient for social unrest. Food prices were not the cause of the crises in the Middle East and North Africa, but they are an aggravating factor. Often, governments respond to dramatic price spikes by resorting to emergency distributions. As Hassan Zaman of the World Bank explains, these are often essential for dealing with immediate and dire shortages. There is no substitute for good investments in safety net programs in Africa. These safety net programs can include food distribution programs, they can include cash distribution programs, they can include school feeding programs. And all of them also need to be complemented with some form of nutritional supplementation. If prices are rising for consumers, you might imagine that means more profits for producers. Not necessarily, says Peter Jaranyama. Although much of the population in sub-Saharan Africa is involved in agriculture, many small farmers don't benefit from higher prices. It would be nice if they are able to produce enough to be able to sell, but in most cases they produce just enough for themselves. Uh, it's an irony that the people that are producing the food, they don't have adequate food for themselves. So how to ensure small-scale farmers benefit from price rises while protecting the people's access to reasonably priced food? Jaranyama says one way is to support Africa's smallholder farmers. If they produce more, they can sell more cushioning the blow of high prices. That means modernizing the equipment that is used by the smallholder farmers. That means giving more voice to the smallholder farmers so they can have more political voice. Maybe it's about time we started uh, experimenting with group lending and helping the farmers to be more organized so they can form a critical mass that will enable them to go to the bank or that will enable them to market their produce and connecting the growers to the market. One country that's trying out this approach is Rwanda. Feeding a population in a, very, in a very small country can be very challenging. Rwandan Agriculture Minister Agnes Kalabata. She says the country's small size and dense population make food security a constant challenge. But she says the country's weathered recent food crises better than expected thanks to an intensification program started four years ago. It helps farmers organize and buy inputs like fertilizer, access markets, and it provides technical advice. The incomes of farmers have gone up a lot. Farmers who are producing like half a ton or one ton are now producing like four or five tons. The interesting thing is that you move from farmers who were not selling anything to farmers who are able to sell like 80% of their produce. 
and 80% of a good yield, four tons as opposed to half a ton. So uh, these farmers' incomes have definitely gone up. You're actually seeing people who are moving from the edge of poverty of in within one year, something that we had planned to do over 15 years. Rwanda has implemented a number of projects in support of the country's small farmers. These projects are designed to boost production and range from using better seeds to improving storage to installing irrigation. On the international level, trade policy can also have a huge impact on food prices and volatility. Sean Roach with the IMF's Africa Department says good policies can mitigate the effect of price spikes while bad policies can make things much worse. It's very important that governments um, rely as much as they can on global markets and refrain from imposing restrictive trade policies because that only serves to increase global food price volatility. It increases spillovers, and nobody is a particular winner from that strategy, um, either in the short or the medium term. There have been calls for restrictions on export bans and measures to deal with future crises include pre-positioning food stocks in areas likely to be hardest hit, like the Horn of Africa. But despite these efforts, Sean Roach says low global food stocks are still a threat. The risk is that further supply setbacks, should we see them this year, would have very large impacts on prices. And food stocks will take a long time to be rebuilt. It's going to take two, three, four years So this is a situation we're going to have to live with for some time to come. High food prices and volatility are at the top of the agenda right now for groups like the IMF and the G20. During the recent IMF World Bank spring meetings held in Washington, D.C., there was a giant hunger clock with a figure of almost a billion and climbing. It was a reminder that the number of undernourished increases by more than 60 people every minute. That's more than one every second. To hear more podcasts, you can look us up on the IMF's website, www.imf.org.